Hi, this is your host, Stella Rem. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Rem. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Mastering Your Being. I hope you are doing well. Did you have a good week? So let's talk about justifying the experience because I think this is an important topic. And it, this idea kind of came to me intuitively. And it's one of those things where it's just a different way of seeing the same things that I've been talking about the whole time. So let's sort of let's sort of go through this, justifying the experience. We want to, we need a reason for the pain. When something bad happens, we look for a reason for the pain. And particularly if we pop out into the extremes of our experience, when truly bad things happen and we don't have a reason for the experience, we feel pretty victimized by that. It creates this real sense of powerlessness and victimhood that we get sort of sucked into, we get swallowed up by. Now, I don't normally delve into the extremes of the experience and and those outer peripheries of, of really, really good and really, really bad, the extremes of the experience in both directions happen. They happen all the time. The ideas that I talk about can be used to manage the extremes of of experience. It is possible to do. Is it easy, especially if you're just trying to figure out how to do it? No, that that's that's probably like like let let's you know taking your first dive off the high board, right off the ten meter board at the pool instead of you know jumping off the little off the side of the pool first, right? Like that's literally putting a toddler on the 10 meter high board and saying, here, jump before they've ever jumped into the pool from the side, right? That's literally the extreme. Like you can do it, sure, but it'd be really hard to manage, right? And I've never claimed to be a trauma coach, still don't claim to be a trauma coach because I don't actually teach trauma. I teach you how to manage the experience. And so when we talk about pain, and we talk about the experience of pain in our daily lives, whether we're in the extremes, or it's just day to day life. Justifying that pain becomes something the mind wants to do. And when the mind can't justify the pain with some logical reason why it happened, then the mind switches to, I'm a victim of my experience. The mind does that to protect you because if you're a victim, you're less likely to do that thing again that got you into trouble. The mind switches into a protective mode, right? Your mind's whole job in life is to keep you alive. That's it. That's the point of your mind, right? Your mind's job is to keep your body alive. That's what it does. 
So if it's going to keep your body alive, then the best thing it can do for you is make sure it, you never find yourself in a situation that is unknown to you or different to you. And if you've been in a situation, a particular situation, and it caused pain in some kind of a way, then we're never going back there again because that's how your mind protects you, right? If you if you signed up for that art class and, and, and you had a crappy teacher and that crappy teacher shamed you, then you're never going back to another art class again. It doesn't matter who that teacher was. Why? Because the mind wants to protect you from that situation. So you're not going to sign up for a new art class because at that point now, all art teachers are bad and they all shame you, right? And that's where you go. You tell that story. But is that story true? And the short answer is no, it's not. But you tell it anyway. Why? Because it feels safer to you to just avoid the whole thing altogether. That's the story of the mind creating the powerlessness, right? So you focused on the problem with it. You focused on the problem with a crappy teacher. You didn't focus on where your power was. Oh, I could just find a different art class and maybe the teacher will be better. Do you see that? Do you see the difference there? Do you see how that works out? If I focus on the crappy teacher, then it doesn't allow me to see that there are other art classes available and that not all teachers are like that and that I may be able to find a teacher that's better than the one I found. You can't see that because you're busy focusing on the crappy teacher. Your story rendered you powerless. It took your power away from you. You were focused on the power you gave the crappy teacher. The example I've been using is one of a stolen chocolate bar, right? So you had a chocolate bar in your lunch at work and you left your, you left your bag on the table or you left your bag wherever you left your bag in the fridge for all I know. And what happened? Somebody took the chocolate bar out of your bag, right? So what's the story you tell? Right? You tell the story of somebody stole my chocolate bar. And you blame the random person for stealing the chocolate bar. Why? Because you're upset. Why are you upset? Because the chocolate bar is gone. You blame the person that stole your chocolate bar for how you feel. You blame the person that stole your chocolate bar for taking your chocolate bar. You make yourself a victim of it. If you keep going down that path, somewhere in the process, you're going to make yourself a victim of it. This always happens to be and everybody always steals my stuff. Then what are you going to do with it? Now you're in the hole. Now you're telling stories of blame. You're telling stories of victimization. Now you're beating yourself up because you left the thing in the fridge. Right? And then maybe you try to shame the other person for stealing the chocolate bar. So you get all the stories. We can tell all the stories. Blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. And you can put them all into one experience. Something as simple and minor as somebody else stealing your chocolate bar at lunch. 
How is that helping you? How is any of that helping you? What is that giving you? What are you getting out of telling those stories? How is that solving the problem? It's not. So let's back up. Somebody steals the chocolate bar. What do we do? We say, I'm upset because my chocolate bar is gone. You might in your head go, somebody stole my chocolate bar. But then you switch your focus to power. Where's my point of control in this situation? I'm upset because somebody took my chocolate bar. Well, gee, that sucks. Now, instead of going down the rabbit hole of all the shame and the blame and the guilt and the victimization, now we're going to find our point of power. Well, there's a vending machine right here. I can just get myself a new chocolate bar. Well, you know, I didn't need the chocolate bar anyway. I should probably eat a little better, so I'm not going to worry about it. And I'm going to move on with my day. Right? I can acknowledge the feeling. I was really looking forward to that chocolate bar. I'm upset about not having it now. That's okay. Right? But when I do that, and I focus there, because that's where my point of control is, replacing the chocolate bar, the decision around whether, whether or not to replace the chocolate bar, that's where my point of control is. So when I focus there, I don't have to tell the stories of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. Because I just accept the experience as it is. I don't try to control the experience. I don't go to, well, I'm never putting my lunch in the fridge again, right? I don't go to people always steal stuff. I don't go to those places. I don't have those thoughts. I don't do that to myself. I don't create that. I stay clear of that. And if the mind tries to go there, I shut it down instantly. We do not go there. We don't tell those stories. And we shift back to what am I going to do with this right now? Where is my point of control? Right? And ultimately, the stories of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization are how you justify and validate the experience. You use those as justification for and validation of the experience. That's how you function. That's how we all function or we try to function, right? I can use the story of blame to validate the experience and justify, well, people are jerks and people are thieves and this, that, and the other thing. So we make those stories up and it helps us justify the experience. Well, I can't trust anybody, right? That's all justification of the experience. It justifies how you feel about the experience. It makes how you feel okay. Now let's be really clear. How you feel is okay. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be upset. There's nothing wrong with that. But those feelings are yours. They aren't the responsibility of the person that stole the chocolate bar. They are your feelings. And if you go from the person stole my chocolate bar to they did it maliciously and they were trying to hurt me and people are jerks and people are evil and they're all out to get me. 
you run down a rabbit hole. That's a problem. And that's not helpful to you. It helps make you a victim. But you're not a victim. Somebody just wanted a freaking chocolate bar. And they probably didn't have change to buy one. It wasn't about you. So why do you make it a thing? You make it a thing because you want to justify the experience. But drop it. You don't need to do that. Tell a different story. One that gives you your power back. One that allows you to take control over the thing you have control over, which is, do I want to replace the chocolate bar or don't I? And leave it at that. That just trying to justify the experience or explain the experience in some way is probably going to get you into trouble. Because your mind is still going to go down the rabbit hole of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. Your mind is still going to go down the rabbit hole of powerlessness. So until you have enough control over it, that you don't need to do that to yourself, don't try to justify the experience. Just leave the experience where it is. It just is. It's a thing that happened. And then what do you want to do? You want to argue with it, right? Because you're probably arguing with me by now. Right? So what's the argument? Well, that shouldn't have happened. Okay, so we're going to defend the problem. It shouldn't have happened. I shouldn't have to feel like that. I shouldn't have to replace the chocolate bar. Okay, you're defending the problem. Cool. How is that helping you? It's not. So why do you do it? Because that's where the mind goes. That's the thing. I want you to get some control over that. You don't have to do that to yourself. You're making the choice to think that thought and go down that, that path. You don't have to do that. You can catch yourself in that and stop it. You don't need to defend the problem. When you argue with the experience by saying it shouldn't have happened, you create a problem. I don't care what the experience is. When you say it shouldn't have happened, you create a problem for yourself. It causes you to argue with it. Right? It shouldn't have happened means the justification of it failed. <laughs> right? The justification failed. It didn't work. You, you, you missed, right? You weren't able to justify it enough for your mind to settle down. So you went to, well, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Right? But now what are you doing? Well, you're defending the problem. Now you're stuck again. Now you're arguing with the experience. And again, you don't have any power here. You have no control over this. It's already happened. It's done. So you've rendered yourself completely powerless because now, now you're fighting with an experience you can't change.
So what are you doing? Why do we go here? People do this with every single experience they have that they don't like. Every single one. When you look out in the world these days, you look around you and you say, none of that should be happening. And the reality is that it is happening. So the idea that it shouldn't is just useless. It's pointless. It's not getting you anywhere at all. It's causing you to argue with something that you can't do anything, you can't change. That argument is pointless. That's like walking up to a brick wall and punching it. The brick wall is going to win if you punch it. The brick wall will win. Your fist will lose. The brick wall will win. Why do you do that to yourself? (laughs) And I know people that when they get mad, they hit hard things like brick walls and they make themselves bleed and they hurt their, they hurt their knuckles and their, their, their fists. I know people that live like that. Why do you do that to yourself? What's with the self-punishment thing? Is it because you feel like you need control and you don't have it? You don't have control over the thing you want control over. And that's what pisses you off. But what you have to do instead is look for the thing that you do have control over and stop arguing with what you don't have control over. Right? So when you can't justify the experience... You decide it's because you don't have control over it. So now you try to fight with it to get control over something that's already happened. It's in the past. Even if the past was five minutes ago, it's already happened. You can't change it now. So when you struggle with the justification, you move to fighting for control over it. But it still doesn't work. So then what? Now you victimize yourself, right? Now it's the story of I'm a victim. These things always happen to me, right? Now you tell the story of pain and you throw that experience, no matter how big or small it was, on the pile of pain you keep in the corner. All the other crap you haven't dealt with yet because you're busy arguing with it, trying to get control over it, and you don't have control over it because it's already happened. you see that? Find your point of control and stay away from all these crappy stories that cause you to just go down the rabbit hole and upset you more. Because all of that pain that we just went through is all self-created pain. All of it. It was all self-created pain. You made up all of it. The only true feeling you had in there was the one where you were upset because you didn't have a chocolate bar for lunch again. That's it. 
That was it. That that that's the only feeling that was generated that you could even remotely say was generated by the experience itself. Well, gee, I don't have a chocolate. I don't have a chocolate bar. That's the only part you have that could actually be related to the experience. Everything else was a hundred percent self-created. You create your own pain and then wonder why you don't like your life. You create your own pain and then wonder why you're not happy. You create your own pain and then wonder why nothing changes. And why you can't seem to get control or can't fix anything or can't do anything about anything. Your need to justify the experience sends you down a rabbit hole that you have a real hard time getting out of. And for a lot of you, you never get out of it. You're still stuck in it. And you have a big pile of stuff over in the corner that you haven't dealt with yet because it's all gone down the same rabbit hole and you can't do anything about it. And you're unwilling to shift your focus. Why are you unwilling to shift your focus? Why are you unwilling to stop justifying it? Or trying to justify it? Why are you unwilling to do that? What are you afraid of? Well, let's talk about it. You're afraid of the potential for more pain. If I don't have control over it or I can't make up a good reason for it, then I'm going to defend it. Because at least if I defend it, Maybe it won't hurt so much, but here's the problem with that is it's causing you pain because you can't deal with it. You can't let it go. You can't heal. You can't release it. You're stuck with it. So now it sits in the corner with the other 5,000 things you haven't dealt with yet because you refuse to shift your focus because you think the boogeyman's going to jump out. Do you want to know what happens when you shift your focus away from defending the problem? Away from trying to justify the experience? Do you want to know what happens? I'll tell you. Nothing. Not a cotton-picking thing is going to happen when you shift your focus away from defending the experience or trying to justify it. Or telling stories of blame, shame, guilt, or victimization. Absolutely nothing happens. You stop arguing with the experience. You stop defending the problem. You start to feel better. That's what happens. You free yourself. That's what happens. You free yourself. But you sit there instead and stare at the open cage door and go, well, gee, why can't I leave this thing? Yeah, because you keep holding on to crap. You're like a dog with a big, the stick is longer than the door, right? The stick is wider than the door. So the dog tries to get out the door with his stick straight across and what happens? The stick hits each side of the door. Can't get through the door that way, can you? Nope, too much stuff. Stick's too long. 
and you try to do the same thing with all that pain you try to carry around. You're too big to fit through the door. You can't get out because you're trying to bring all your crap with you. Well, here's the trick to the cage door. You can't bring all your crap. The couch don't fit through the door. It doesn't work. You can't do it. You cannot do it. You have to drop the crap. You have to drop the stuff so you can feel better. And when you recognize that nothing will happen, nothing will change. Nothing's going to jump out and bite you. Nothing's going to happen. You don't have to defend the experience or the pain or the problem with the pain or the problem with the experience. You don't have to defend any of it. You don't have to argue with any of it. You don't have to try to justify it or explain it or anything. You can just leave it there and walk away from it. Absolutely fine. And then you say, well, who am I without the pain? You're you without the pain. That's an unanswerable question. If somebody had told me that this was who I would be when I started this process nine years ago, I would never, ever in a bajillion years have gone down the path. Because my past self back then, the version of me that existed nine years ago, would have been too scared to death to go here. That or I just would have laughed hysterically and been like, yeah, right. Right? It was a completely unanswerable question for my past self nine years ago to sit around and say, who will I be when? Completely unanswerable question. But now I have an answer. I'm me with a spine. <laughs> I'm me with a backbone. I'm me with some confidence. I'm still me. I'm just a healthier, happier, better version of me. But I'm me. In my past self, couldn't have imagined this right now. Ever. Never. Never would have imagined this nine years ago. Never. As I move through each individual step on my healing path, the reality is that each little leap that I took, nothing happened. Nothing happened. But each of those little leaps built up over time to where something did happen. Change was created. I became a different person. But that didn't happen from one day to the next. It was a buildup of a lot of little steps over a long, longer period of time. And the same is true for you. 
you're going to take little steps over a long period of time. And that's what's going to allow you to feel better. And will that change who you are? Yes, it will. But you can't answer that question from where you are right now. You have to accept that unknown. And in a weird way, you use that unknown to justify staying where you are. You're like, well, I don't know who I'm going to be, so I'd rather stay where I am because I know that. Known pain is better than unknown pain. That's the justification for the experience, right? That's the justification for why I stay where I am. So you'd rather justify staying where you are and complain about being in pain or not being happy all day every day than accepting that the possibility of something new. That's your preference? That's what you want to do? And then my favorite question of all time, how much pain do you need to be in before you do something different? How much pain do you need to be in before you stop justifying and or defending the problem with it? How much pain do you need to be in before you start to focus on where your power is instead of where your power isn't? It's easy to stay in the pain. I did it for years and years and years and years. And you know what? I found my limit. I found my maximum capacity for pain. And survival kicked in. And then I decided to change it. Can you do that? Can you decide to change it? And when I decided to change it, I didn't have this path in front of me. I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know I was going to be talking about self-mastery. I didn't know I was going to write like 10 or 11 books. I didn't know I was going to do all those things. I didn't know that. I didn't know I was going to do podcasts. I didn't know that. No idea. Didn't know I was going to write hundreds of blogs. Didn't know. And if you told the version of me that was sort of kicking into survival mode that that was what was going to happen, I would have been like, yeah, right. But here we are. The blind path that I had to take didn't know where I was going to end up. I had a couple goals, sure, but I didn't know where I was going to end up. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I had to be willing to do it anyway. And I figured it can't be, it can't be any worse than anything I'm going through right now. So why not? And I did. I did it. And you can too. You just have to decide 
that you're ready to try it and see what happens. You just have to decide you want to. And when you're ready, you will. And you can. And you can shift your focus. And you can do it slowly with little things that happen in your life. You have choices. You have options. You have a way forward if you want it. But you have to decide that you're willing to do it. Nobody can make that choice for you. And when you're ready, I'm here to help. All of my links, I'll put my link in the uh, description box of this episode below if you want some help with it. And on that note, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please like, subscribe, share if it helped you at all. That really, really helps me out a whole, whole bunch. And I appreciate it so, so much. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. This is Delaren with Master Your Being. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.